It is Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. This is another edition of Baseball Today. That is the man I'm thankful for, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. On this day before Thanksgiving, are you ready for Turkey Day? Dude, I've had Friendsgiving already. I had an alternate family Thanksgiving to appease some of the family. And now we have tomorrow actual Thanksgiving coming up. So like I've been on the turkey game for a long time and I still love it. I'm one of those people that just loves to have a feast. So it doesn't Mm. matter what type of food it is. Like I don't really particularly love Thanksgiving food, Chris, but I do love a feast. I love to be able to go pick things up, put them on my plate and just stare at them. I don't like dishes though. And that comes along with Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, do you do regular dishes or do you do disposable? Depends on the year. Uh, we'll do regular dishes this year, I okay. believe. I'm I'm actually the dish cleaner at Thanksgiving. It's very therapeutic for me. I have two duties on Thanksgiving. I cut the turkey and I do the dishes. Good for you. And and today, Michelle and I will will prep a bunch of things too. We're not having it here. We're having it at uh, my mother-in-law house janet that's nice so yeah it's nice because you can just get out it was really nice when you had kids like young kids i've got kids go. but they're, they're like men they're <laughs> like men so you know what actually actually chris i know you like doing dishes but i'm like i can't wait for the day i don't want my kids to grow up so fast but i can't wait for the day that they're doing dishes so tell brady and josh to get on those. you dishes. know what i might since i'm still coming off the injured list i might yeah. have them uh, partake in that you're right that's a yep. great call actually Oh, just chill out, that. man. Just chill that. out tomorrow. Not a bad call. Not a bad call. All right, let's get to it. We do actually have some baseball news or at least baseball rumors where we can put pictures and sound to it because uh, on Monday night, late in the evening, somebody saw Aaron Judge and he wasn't in New York City. He was back in his home state of California. And even better than that, he was in the city of San Francisco where they apparently have a major league baseball team and somebody caught up with him. Aaron Judge in San Francisco, what are you doing in the city? Uh, just visiting some family and friends. That's about it. That's about it. Oh, yeah? Any fun plans? You got something. Have a good one. You too. As always, handled it with uh, perfect class, a big smile. Why are you so frowny faced? Did that lady just like walk up to him and say, hey, I'm going to film you because he like stopped. And typically you would just kind of like keep walking if they wanted to ask a question, they Hmm. can ask a question. But like she like asked him for an interview. Oh, Dan thinks it's his wife. Oh, you know know what? This is getting very interesting to me now. Is this Hmm. like a ploy now to say, hey, Yankees, you know, I'm talking to other people. Like, is he trying to like throw in their face? I'm just curious what's going on here. Because that seemed like a very awkward interview, very awkward TMZ or fan interaction. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, it, it did feel a little awkward. And he was super happy and super smiley. Uh, John Paul Morosi of MLB Network did come out on Wednesday and say apparently it went all the way to the top of the meeting, that ownership was involved. And um, he doesn't know whether or not a serious offer was made. But I guess the big question I was going to ask you is how worried would you be if you were a Yankee fan today after seeing that video? I've been saying this all along. Like, I'm worried if I'm a Yankees fan. If you don't get Aaron Judge back, like, you're in a difficult situation. I guess there's plenty of ways you can go use that money and spend, but you'd have to get on the ball pretty quickly. And if you're, this is the problem with kind of, 
waiting in free agency. If they wait for Aaron Judge and everybody else signs, then all of a sudden Judge doesn't sign with them. They're kind of left with some money, but no players. Um, I think he's going to test the market. I think this is a prime example of it. I think he's going to get wined and dined. And if there's some team or some city or some area that he wants to be in and the money's similar, I don't know, Chris. Like, I'm giving this – I'm going to put a percentage on it right now. How about that? Please I'm still do. leaning – I'm still leaning Yankees signing Aaron Judge. But I think it's like 65-35 right now. How about that? Well, here's the thing. We can't put percentages on it because we we don't know the most important stuff with Aaron Judge because the money's going to be there regardless of whether he stays in New York, goes to San Francisco, heads to Los Angeles, finds his way somewhere else. Um, the money is going to be there. So let's put that off to the side, okay? okay. Now the question is, how much did he love playing in New York? Once again, nobody knows that except for Aaron Judge and his small circle of trust. Okay. It seemed like he loved it. Uh, the people certainly appreciated him. And I, I get past the booze in game four of the ALCS. Like that stuff me to me doesn't, it doesn't matter that much. And for people to say, oh, it definitely factors, I think they're a little off base on that. Um, but then there's things that San Francisco can give him that New York can't. He grew up 94 miles from that city. The Giants were his favorite team. We don't know how important that stuff is to him. If he, if they have Barry Bonds sitting in a, in a meeting with Aaron Judge, does that pull at his heartstrings? If he gets to shake Willie Mays' hand, is that a big deal? I don't. We don't know that sort of stuff. Now, we can sit here as baseball fans and say, we know that the New York Yankees are going to give him a chance to win every year. We know that he could hit over 500 home runs in his career as long as he stays healthy in that ballpark. We don't know that necessarily with the San Francisco Giants. But we don't know how important that is to him. It kind of brings me to the point about the Yankees. You talked about them being in contention every single year. I don't think they have to explain that to him. I think no, they're going to have to they they're, they're, well, they're, they're going to have to present something like this is what we think we're doing. He's going to want to be involved in kind of some of the planning of the future. He's going to at least ask, but it's not going to be as big of a burden as it will be for the other teams to present him that. Because I think the Giants are going to say, we're going to sign you and then this is our plan. And he, they're going to have to really explain to him, this is what we're going to do to to best the Dodgers, to be in the playoffs every single year because Aaron Judge wants that. Make no mistake about it. He's not going to go off to some distant land and take his money and just wither away. He wants to play winning baseball, and these teams are going to have to explain to them what their path is. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, he knows what, what New York's all about, by the way. I mean, is there anything the Yankees could say to him where it's going to be an eye-opener? No, because he's no. lived it the last six years. And they, they've embraced him from day one there. Totally. So like, I think he's he understands how loved he is there. I don't the booze that doesn't matter at all. No, he understands I don't think so either. He understands it comes with the territory playing there. They have one hundred percent embraced this dude. Right. And now once again, he also I imagine he's going to have a stop in Los Angeles and meet with the Dodgers. I mean, I think the Dodgers would be foolish not to have a meeting. And I think Aaron Judge would be foolish too, just to at least give the perception that the team that has a huge payroll in baseball is interested in flirty. You know, the Dodgers don't have to explain themselves either. The giants have to explain themselves how they go from 107 wins to 81. The Dodgers have been the most consistent team in baseball over the last decade. So they don't have to explain themselves. 
Yes. Can you imagine Gabe right. Kapler, Aaron Judge, shirtless in the San Francisco gym, <laughs> just getting <laughs> after it, sweaty. I mean, this is okay. We'll we'll get to that. Oh, by the way, <laughs> do you know who opens up in New York next year? San Francisco? The San Francisco Giants. Wow. Could you imagine that? That's Opening something. day. Just want to say, will all right. There'll be this? some booze. There'll be some booze. <laughs> yes. Will will he be playing in that opening day game? San Francisco at New York. I like that. I like the odds for that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Me too. Me too. Yes. Just something to put on your radar here as we approach the end of 2022. Uh, we did have a trade on Tuesday night, and it involved the LA Angels. They pick up outfielder Hunter Renfro in exchange for three minor league arms, a couple of guys who have had a cup of coffee here in the major leagues. So the Milwaukee Brewers continue to shed payroll. The Angels continue to add it. This is their second trade in less than a week as they picked up Gio Urshela from the Minnesota Twins. They also signed the biggest free agent so far out there in Tyler Anderson as he gets a three-year deal worth more than $30 million. Is this an eye-opener for you with the Angels? Are you encouraged by what they're doing? Of course I'm encouraged. I love this. I love when teams go out and strike early and don't wait around for all this. I think there are deals to be had, opportunities to be had, and Perry over there is understanding what's in front of him. He has a daunting task of putting this team back into the playoffs, so he needs to make moves. He sees what's in front of him in the division, and he's done great. I mean, you bring in Gio Urshela, who is just a great ball player, great clubhouse guy. Not sure where he's going to fit, but it doesn't really matter. He can play shortstop. He can be a third base. He can play first base. Whatever it may be. I like that move. Well, hold Hunter on. Renfro. Let's be honest. He's going to be their third baseman once Rendon ends up on the injured list. No, stop. Rendon could go to first base. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, you put good players on your team, Chris. That's what I'm saying. They had a hole in the outfield, and now I like their outfield. Taylor Ward, like, go, go do what you can do. Mike Trout, heard of him. And then Hunter Renfro, his, is that a doppelganger, right? It's the right word for the that. The Mike Trout doppelganger. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that look. So they're making too. moves. That, I mean, Anderson into the rotation. Like this is this is a good thing. If you're an Angels fan, obviously you're excited about this. Um, we'll see. They got a catcher from the Phillies last year, mm-hmm. uh, Logan O'Hop. Let's go, man. I like it. Yeah, I don't mind what they've done at all. Um, some people will say, "Well, hold on, Renfro's in his walk year." Right, he's in his walk year, and there's no rules that say you can't extend a guy in his walk year. Like you could, if you like him, and if he fits, and he plays good baseball for you, and he's a good clubhouse dude, you can offer him a contract. That doesn't mean he stops playing for you after the one year. Um, He's been very productive. For people that have kind of lost track of him, this is going to be what his fifth different team in the last five years: San Diego, Tampa, Boston, Milwaukee, and now uh, with the Angels. I know that's kind of weird for a guy who's been fairly consistent. He had one really, really down year in Tampa where he got non-tendered and then moved on to Boston and kind of rejuvenated himself. But he's hit a combined 60 homers his last two stops at Fenway and up there in Milwaukee. Uh, He's been consistently in his career a guy over an 800 OPS. We know that he's got one of the best arms in baseball. So I love this move. Um, Here's the thing. Angels, don't do this to me. Don't pull me back in. Do not don't do this unless we're really mean in business. Like you can't do this little cute little flirty thing like you did through the first month last year where you were like 27 and 17 and then you just shit the bed the rest of the year. If we're going to make these moves and I like them so far, let's finish the job. 
Let's not have guys falling down into pieces after the first six days of the season and then rot away miles behind the Astros and the Mariners in the AL West. Let's go. Can I throw a scenario out there? Please do. Miguel Cabrera, great right-handed hitter. Mm -hmm. He was like basically the best hitting coach in the big leagues for a long time. The people that came under him learned from him and became, I mean, they took off. I mean, J.D. Martinez, Nick Castellanos, you know, those guys will tell you playing with Miggy changed their career. I like the the thought of Mike Trout turning into that. This guy has the swing that everybody studies. He's one of the most successful players of all time. I like that. Like, let Mike Trout rub off on you. Let's see what Taylor Ward can do. I think he is starting to take that type of leadership role. Put Hunter Renfro, you know, under Mike Trout's tutelage. Maybe his 300 career on base percentage gets to like 320, 325. I think mm-hmm. he's going to have that effect, man. And if we start seeing it, I think a lot of players are going to want to go there and play with him. Okay. Good call. That? I like that coach, Trev. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm just and thinking you know what about else? that. You know what else I like? Today's edition of Baseball Today is presented to you by our friends over at Muggsy Jeans. That's right. It's getting nasty. It's getting wintry. It's getting snowy out there for those of you in the Midwest, on the East Coast. And believe me, they are not only the jeans that will keep you warm. They're the only jeans you'll ever want to wear again because they are the most comfortable jeans. I like them so much that I bought two different pair. I got the charcoal gray. I've got your traditional blue out there. They fit you perfectly. So whether or not you are in your ideal weight class or maybe you've added Added a few extra LBs to get you through the winter. That's perfectly fine because these expand with you. It's almost like they're wearing sweatpants. And you know what's coming up. They're having their best Black Friday sale ever. In fact, it is already going on. The entire site is up to 30% off for all your favorites and free shipping with free returns as always. But I haven't met one person who's like, yeah, these jeans suck. I'm returning them. Not only do they have jeans, but they also have amazing flannels and jackets, cashmere, holiday party pants, joggers, anything you need to get you through these cold winter months, Muggsy is the stop for you. So right now, I want you to head on over to Muggsy.com for up to 30% off the entire site of the most comfortable and best-looking jeans and pants and tops that the world has ever seen. Once again, that is Muggsy.com for up to 30% off the entire site. If you want to go buy yourself an early holiday gift, go do that. If you want to get that someone special, an early holiday gift, go do it because the site is 30% off. Mugsy.com. Go enjoy it today. We continue on here on Baseball Today. And Dave Dombrowski, congratulations to him. He gets a three-year extension to remain as the team president there in Philadelphia. So he is going to take us all the way through the middle of the 2020s. Um what is his next big move that he should make this offseason? I think there's the fairly obvious one there. I think you got to go get a shortstop if you're Dave Dombrowski. I love the extension here. I love him and Sam Fold working together. Um, I like what they have going on in Philly, and there is a hole there. You know, he he hangs on to Bryson Stott at the trade deadline. Stott, I like this. I like him. I like the bats that he puts up. I like him in the infield. Slot him right over to second base. Go get you a Trey Turner. How good would Trey Turner look on that freaking team? But any of those shortstops that are out there, those top four guys would fit this team perfectly. And I think everybody knows that. And I think Dave knows that. And I think it's going to happen, Chris. 
Yeah, I think the obvious one is the shortstop. Uh, I'm going to think a little differently here, though. Please do. And, you know, there is the the baseball cliche about being strong up the middle, right? They need a center fielder. They have not figured that out, it feels like, for years. Uh, I know that Aaron Judge plays center field, but I'm not going after him. Uh, I am going after Brandon Nimmo. And do I do I go to the the deal where you're strengthening your team and weakening a team that is ahead of you in the NL East? Absolutely. Uh, you know, Brandon Nimmo, I say it with this caveat that, yes, he has been injury prone at times. And I know that scares the hell out of Philadelphia fan because they've had center fielders in the past that they have brought in either via trade or uh, by other means. And it hasn't exactly come to fruition that. They, they thought it would be. Um, Brandon Nimmo, I think, is an excellent baseball player. Consistently over an 800 OPS. He can go run it down in center. Um, you know, he gives him some balance from the left side as well. You know, we know that they've got their pop from the right side, whether that's Real Muto or or Hoskins or Bohm. And I do think hopefully Castellanos will have a nice bounce back. But now you equal it out with, with Harper on the left side. Uh, some pop, too. And so uh, I'm a Brandon Nimmo fan. I like his energy. And uh, I don't know if it's a perfect fit energy-wise in Philadelphia because he always seems so damn happy, that guy. Um, But I think he could certainly provide the grinder status. I think he'd be great there. I mean, it's another – they have some exciting moves they can make. Whenever you're going after, you know, a shortstop or a center fielder, like it seems like more significant, doesn't it, in free Mm -hmm. agency, especially with some of these guys that are out there. There's some real – game changers available and the Phillies are right there and they have the right guy who usually pulls the big move. It's going to happen. Yeah, I I agree. Stoked. If you're a Phillies fan, totally. Are you kidding me? You did not expect to at the beginning of the year, you thought, okay, well, is this softball type team? It was a coin toss, bro. It really was. It really was. was. And then it it became less than 50, 50 when they fired their manager and way less than 50, 50 when Bryce Harper got dotted by Blake Snell. But somehow they made it all the way to game six of the World Series. It was an awesome run. It wasn't a perfectly constructed team, and some things really came together. But they're they're in the right area. There's some dog on that roster, man. There totally. really is. Mm-hmm. Fun team to watch. It was a great, great uh, run. All right. Uh, Carlos Beltran, the biggest name among 14 newcomers to the Hall of Fame ballot. How much, in your opinion, will the Astros cheating scandal affect his candidacy? You know, I don't pay a lot of attention to all of this stuff, but the stuff or the things I have paid attention to are, you know, how they handle guys that, you know, have cheated in the past. I'm talking mm-hmm. about performance enhancing drugs. I mean, it's been tough for any of those guys to break any sort of threshold to get into the Hall of Fame. I think that they're going to treat him probably around the same, maybe for the first couple of years. It seems like that's what they kind of do. They like send a message, if you will. I don't. Again, I don't pay enough attention to this stuff, Chris, but it's going to affect it. There's no doubt about it. People haven't forgotten about it. I know that he's kind of back doing TV stuff, um, but it's still out there, and people still really care about 2017 and what the Astros did. Oh, yeah. You were at a game where uh, the Twins were in town, and Carlos Correa, you said it was the big, maybe the biggest boo job you've ever heard, right? It was wild. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so let's start with this for people that don't remember his entire career. Is he a hall of famer? L- yes. Let's just start with that. 
Top 50 all-time in homers with yes. 435. Fourth most among switch hitters, by the way. Only Mantle, Eddie Murray, and Chipper Jones have more. He's 62nd all-time in hits. He has over 300 steals. Now, some people will say he was strictly a compiler over 20 years. And yes, I, to me, that's okay. Like, he only had one top five MVP finish. Craig Biggio only had two. I thought Biggio was a compiler, but I think greatness in Cooperstown can be measured many different ways. Um, and compiling stats in this sport is one of them. So I do believe that his play on the field makes him a worthy candidate. I also, I never had a, a vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm not a member of the Baseball Writers of America. But I always said if I had a on my fictitious ballot, I would have voted for Bonds. I would have voted for Clemens. Always said it. In part because they were never caught cheating once the rules were put in place. This is a totally different thing than performance-enhancing drugs. I, I struggle with this because I, I, I was having this discussion with my sons the other day. They said, is Jose Altuve going to get in the Hall of Fame? And I really had to stop for a second. Like, do you think he's going? I do. So what's uh, the difference? Listen, okay. Beltran was without a doubt one of the heads of this, you know, yes. trash can mm -hmm. scheme. Well, there's no doubt about it. But that has no effect on any of his numbers. I mean, in 2017, I mean, he, he had a 666 OPS. I mean, like this wasn't helping him. Like all those other numbers you talk about were way before this. If you think he's a Hall of Fame player because of his numbers and the career that he had, then this shouldn't affect it whatsoever. You might, like I said, send this message, oh, you did a bad thing. And he did do a bad thing. I like, it was, it's, it's right. not you okay. Wanna, you don't like, want to discount not okay. what happened here. I yeah. get it. But I'm with you too. Like, you know, you have to put these guys into the Hall of Fame because if we start keeping people out, we got then we got to go back and take people out because there's been things going on for baseball's entirety. And we view it as a museum, not as some like, you know, I, people view it differently. I don't know. If you think he's a, as a player, should get into the Hall of Fame, then you vote Carlos Beltran into the Hall of Fame because it didn't help his numbers whatsoever. I, I think in that case, I would vote for him. Here's another reason I would vote for him. You're familiar with the name Gaylord Perry? Yes. Okay. For people that are young, really young and have never heard it, he was a legendary pitcher primarily uh, in the 70s and early 80s who got the 300 wins, who won Cy Young in both leagues, one of the few guys to ever accomplish that feat, um, and ended up making it to Cooperstown. He was also famous for allegedly loading up the baseball. I mean, you know, over the last couple of years, that's been a hot topic here in baseball, right? What we can put on the baseball, what we're not all. Gaylord Perry made a living doing it and was almost like a walking joke. All right. People were like, ah, there's Gaylord at the old timers games. He'd come out with a big like jar of Vaseline and everybody's like, oh, that's funny. Well, if that's cheating too, why did we just go? Okay, go with the Hall of Fame. Like nobody ever considered not putting him in because of that so if this is a different type of cheating scandal very high tech and very covert it's still cheating cheating still cheating it's still speeding whether you're going 51 or 52 in a 25 mile an hour zone i mean i i don't know i think i would vote for him and i do think the people who 
say no to guys like A-Rod and Bonds and Clemens and Sosa and McGuire and that whole group, but put Beltron in, have to kind of start looking at themselves. Can I say something? Please. Hey, baseball players, my brethren, my people, stop fucking cheating. <laughs> Just stop fucking cheating. That's all we have to do. Let's do it. Let's take our oath and our pledge today here on Baseball Today. Um, before we get out of here, we started with Aaron Judge. We'll finish with Aaron Judge, who reportedly is top five on people's sexiest man alive list right now. So he is number four, according to this sneak peek. Would you rather finish fourth or not on the list at all? I think I'd rather finish fourth. I like some recognition for my good looks, but the problem is this list is doesn't mean anything. The only list that matters is mine and mansplain baseball elsewhere's hottest ah. guys in the ah. base in baseball list. That's it. That's so this funny. is like kind of prompting me to maybe put another one out. I was kind of thinking I was done with that, but maybe I'll put another list out. And I'll tell you this right now, Chris. Uh-huh. I like Aaron Judge and and ability and power and contract status do come into play in my rankings. So he's very high in that regard, but I would not have him as number four in the big leagues. He probably cracked the top 10 this year. I'd give him that. Not even number four in the big leagues, let alone. I mean, this is, this is the the world. Yeah. This is some of the, this is a silly list. It's a silly list. Mine's more, way more superficial. So Chris Evans is number one and then it's Kendrick Lamar and then it's George Clooney and Clooney's unbelievable because he's won that award twice. He's 61 and he looks great. I mean, it's just, yeah, you know, I can't talk bad about George Clooney. No, no, (laughs) it's pretty cool. I want to, but he's, you know what? Here's the problem. I wouldn't even finish fourth on the sexiest man alive in my own household. And there's only three men. So that's a problem right now. I missed you right there. My headphones cut out. Oh, it was a good joke, and you freaking cut out. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Jeez, I'm not even going to repeat it. The people at home appreciate it or wherever they're consuming this product. I'm sure it was awesome. Look, Dan said he left. Yeah, thanks. God damn it, Ploof. Jesus, the Where one you funny thing. Hot guys at John Boy Media. Oh, God, we've got to do that. We have to have a – well, I mean, you only want to do it because you know you'd finish first. What do you mean? You know you'd finish first. Ian Happ? Oh. You just, you're just saying Jerry Blevins? Some Blevins, guys. Does Blevins have to grow his hair out? I like it where it is right now. Jake Storiali? Sex pot? No. You know what? Let's finish the he, show. This is good. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We can talk about this on AMP or somewhere else. Uh, we are off the rest of the week. We are going to rejoin you early next week. Uh, most likely on Monday, I do believe. So make sure you tune in for that. Everybody, be thankful for what you've got. Okay, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in this world. Go give your loved ones and your friends a big hug on Thursday. Appreciate them for who they are. Um, Go enjoy that time with your family or your friends. If you don't have those good people around you over the next few days, reach out, call people, be in touch. Uh, And if you have friends that you know are alone on Thanksgiving, it's important that you reach out to them, okay? This is this can be a real lonely time for some people. So go pick up the phone. Don't just text them. Check in with them. You want to hear their voice. You want to see how they're doing. You want to tell them you love them. So everybody have a good, safe Thanksgiving. Ploofy to you and your family. Dan Rourke to you and your family as well. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Monday here on Baseball Today.